What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Bar Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to the show. And for all the new listeners out there, please subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you smash that like button. It helps out a lot with the YouTube algorithm. And for the ones that have been watching and listening, appreciate the support, like always. The new listeners, you can catch us on YouTube, IGTV. If you want the audio route, you can catch us on Spotify as of right now. Also on SoundCloud. If you want to follow our social media page, I'm on Twitter. I'm on IG. I'm on Facebook at Ball Don't Lie. That's B-A-L-L-D-N-T-L-I-E. And other streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts will be coming soon. So this is the fourth episode. Wow. Feels so fast. So we're going to be talking about the NBA Finals, Game 4. What a game. What a game. I mean, I loved it from the beginning to the end. And for the ones that that didn't watch the game, y'all missed out. Game 4 was fantastic. And I tipped my hat off to Miami. They did everything. I mean, they're right there neck to neck. The game was pretty close. It wasn't a huge gap between both teams as far as points-wise. You know, one team will go up, the other team will go up. There wasn't like a huge lead where it was secured. And LeBron James, he's the MVP. And I'll, give, I'll, I'll speak more about that later on the show, but he's, he's the MVP. So obviously, the team that loses... I speak more about that than actually winning team. So Miami, I mean, they did some good things tonight. And they did some bad things at the end. I mean, they did terrific in the first half. They kept LeBron James in 80 to 16 points. Eight points each. And going to the half was a close game. No one really had to leg up. But the other guys on the Lakers, I mean, they were just killing the Heat. Danny Green just came out of his grave. I mean, he gave 10 points. But those 10 points were critical. 10 points. KCP, that guy just wanders left and right. One game he will have two points. The other game he hit you with 15 out of nowhere. And he was pretty much aggressive tonight. I think everybody's on his neck on game three because they need him. I mean, they need him. They need, they need whoever else Kuzma. They need some others and the heat has to do whatever. And I said this before, you cannot allow these others to kill you. AD and LeBron, they're going to combine for 50 points on most nights. Like tonight. They, they, they hit, they had 20 something points each, especially LeBron. He had 28 points. I think AD had 22. But other guys, you can't you can't allow that. Dwight Howard played eight minutes, zero points. That's great. I mean, because he's a factor. When they go to two bigs like they did tonight with, with Dwight and AD in the paint, they pretty much dominated in the first game. But they haven't really repeated that. And a lot has to go to Coach Spo. He did he did a terrific job of 
eliminating the two monsters. They just try to keep it on AD. And that Kelly Olynyk situation, it panned out for two games, and then it took took Dwight out. Even Miles Leonard, in a sense, kind of took Dwight out of this series. But Kelly Olynyk didn't play well tonight. I mean, a lot had to do with Bam. Bam came back. He played well. I think he ended with 15 points. But he had eight or nine points in the first half. So they kind of they kind of put a a chokehold on him in the second half. But the other guys got to step up. I mean, how can Kelly Olenek, Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Kendrick Nunn combine for 21 points? And these are key cogs. These are the guys that are supposed to be the difference in this series. And like I said before, Tally Hero and, and Duncan Robinson are going to be the ones that win you games. But these guys got to show up at least. They can't have 21 points. I think out of all four of them, Kelly, Iggy, Crowder, none, Crowder had eight points. Everybody else had less than that. And Iggy, he can't be, I feel like he's so passive and he has that fear factor. Like I remember how he played in Golden State, especially how he played against LeBron in the finals. Wasn't afraid of the limelight. Took some critical shots. Attacked the basket with, a, with with force. It feels like he's going in now and punt faking and and conditioning back out. Like he's afraid that he might he might miss or he or he might get blocked. You got to take those risks. And obviously they put him in there for defensive reasons. But I feel like Iggy could be. He can give you ten points, you know, in a game, and then that can help you out. That can be a benefit. And going back with the AD situation, God, Miami did everything in their power in two games to keep this guy on the wraps. LeBron can go for 25. If AD is struggling and only having 13 points, 15 points like he did in last game in game three, LeBron has to have 30-plus points. And he came out, and he did say that after game three in the press conference, saying that he wasn't happy with his performance. That Jimmy outplayed him. This is the first time, I believe, after game three, it's the first time somebody in the 10 finals that LeBron has been in that outplayed him as far as being on the boards and assist. That has never happened. This is the first time. So Jimmy's Jimmy's that player that actually outshined him. And Jimmy almost had a triple-double today. But Jimmy needs to be more aggressive. He needs to he needs to have 30 plus points to be a, a difference maker as far as winning games. The team can take you to the finish line. They can take you to almost the finish line. The crucial points. When it comes down to the last five minutes of the game, Jimmy has to be that man. And Lakers did a great job. They threw a lot of different schemes at him, different bodies. They pretty much trapped him every time he tries to go in. Even though Jimmy had some uh, some tough buckets. That's what they call him, jibbing buckets. Tough shots he made today. Over LeBron, over AD. Tough ones. But he needs easy shots like he did in game three where he was constantly being aggressive. And in game four, I didn't really see that. I see him being more passive, getting these other guys involved. Duncan Robinson had 17 points. Tyler Hero had 21 points. Tyler Hero played a great game. But outside of Jimmy and that guy, 
Nobody else. Even Duncan Robinson played okay. He finally came out of nowhere. He finally showed up. He finally realized this is the NBA Finals. But other than that, if you look at, I'm just looking at this. Stats is crazy. And uh, Tyler Hero, amazing playoffs. First time in NBA history, a rookie has dropped 45 threes in the playoffs. And he's only 20. That's insane. And I like Tyler Hero. He's going to pan out. He's going to be a good player in his link for a long time. But I think people are, as far as when I say people, people in the media, they're, they're kind of looking over this more than, they're kind of giving the Lakers a lot of credit in a way. I personally believe the Heat lost the game, even though Lakers played well with other players. Because it came down to the fourth quarter. And the game was close. And when Lakers lead after the third quarter, they're 55 and zip. This is before game four. So right now, currently, they're 56 and zero in the whole entire season. Season playoff finals. So anytime they lead into the fourth quarter, they haven't lost. But I felt like Miami had the chance tonight to steal that game because it came down to crucial baskets at the end. AD had four blocks. Critical blocks at the basket. I mean, these are tough ones. Reverse layup, get that out of here. Sure up layup, get that out of here. Like he was just wiping the glass. And and LeBron James and the Lakers organization feel, feels like AD should have been the defensive player of the year. I argue otherwise. I'll tap in with LeBron what he said about AD in the press conference in a moment. Rondo came big too in the clutch. Had two or three office rebounds that converted into five points. And Miami was right there. They're always been like they were so close. The crucial baskets by Anthony Davis when he hit that three-pointer by Rondo. So Rondo gave him a pick, kicked it out to AD at the top of the key. Less than one minute. Hit a three. LeBron James, and these are these are the buckets that I said that were crucial for the Lakers to win the game, but more to the Heat losing the game. LeBron coming in, dissecting the offense, right? Or sorry, dissecting the defense, trying to create. And for some reason, KCP is open at the three-point line next to the Miami bench and hits a critical three-point shot. And I think the AD one kind of sealed it. So down the stretch. KCP, with the shot clock going down, had a tough layup over Duncan Robinson. KCP had a three-pointer that was damn near open. Hits that. That's five points right there, right? Then you add Rondo's layup. That's seven points. Then you give AD a a top of the three-point line. Somewhat contested. Boom. Gives you right there. Three-pointer. Those are, what, 10 points. 10 points that decided the game. Even though Miami came back and hit a couple shots here and there, those are the 10 points that everybody's going to be talking about, including Miami. When they go back in the tape tomorrow, because they're going to be off Thursday. Game five is going to be Friday, so they have a day off, additional day off. 
So when they look at this game tape, they're going to see that. They're going to see that KCP had a layup, had a three-point three shot. AD had a, a critical uh, three-point shot less than a minute ago. I believe around 40, 45, 50 seconds left. Rondo with the layup. On top of that, AD had crazy blocks. Looking like Dikembe Mutuma out there. And that's why LeBron says he is the defensive player of the year. And I'm going to run that tape for you right now. DJ, stop that beat for a second. Let's play this. He's the defensive player of the year. We we said that all year because his ability to play anybody out on the floor, take the challenge, not only guard on the perimeter, continue to protect the paint. Uh, Guards drive on him. It's hard to score on him. I mean, shit, you see how high Harold threw that ball up? It went in, but he had to throw that thing up to the the skyscrapers, right? I mean, the guy can do everything defensively. Guard, like I said, guard on the ball, guard, guard the post, slide his feet with guards, and contest, and body up with bigs. Um, I mean, need I say more? Yeah, so he's he's over here saying that AD is basically the decent player of the year, and I, and I and I get it. That's what you would say if you're LeBron James. AD was close. It was either between AD and you know Giannis. But I believe Giannis should have won it. I mean, I mean, won it fair and square. Well, the one thing that is just ticking me off, and finally somebody on the NBA panel finally saw that. LeBron, every time LeBron plays and he goes to the basket, little ticky tack, you know, grabs here and there. It's the NBA Finals, bro. You're the biggest guy. I know you don't get a lot of calls. I, I get that. That's just the way the nature is. You're a big guy. They think some of the physical contact you cause and some are just deliberate where somebody's overusing physicality on LeBron James. And this is what Jay Williams said about LeBron James during a halftime show. And I agree with him because I've been saying this since game one of the finals. BJ, drop that beat one more time or stop that beat. for LeBron every time he attacks you can't spend your time looking at the refs complaining about every single call play through it play aggressive let that fuel you let me run that back one more time just in case y'all didn't hear it easier ones and also for LeBron every time he attacks you can't spend your time looking at the refs complaining about every single call play through it play aggressive let that fuel you see what I mean I ain't the only one that saw that and I've been saying it. I've been saying, I've been saying that LeBron James, he's so big and, and, and so tough and physical. When he goes to the basket with force, the refs are stuck in the middle. Like it reminds me of the Shaquille O'Neal of the past. Shaq didn't get a lot of calls either. But I feel like every time they grab him, and I know today they play a little bit physical on him like they did on game three. Jake Crowder was trying to get in his head, you know, grabbing his arm. Swiping behind the back, whatever it may be. But LeBron, come on, man. Play through it, bro. You're that great. You are supposedly called Goat James. And I can't wait for game five. I think Lakers have a high chance of closing this out. Once they smell blood in the water and they figure out how to... Because I think the, the Heat play a little bit better without Bam. 
because Kelly spreads out the court and Bam keeps it congested. So it's harder to move in the paint when you have Bam right there. And I really believe that if Kelly does play and he needs to play a lot of minutes and today he played, oh, he played terrible today. Was it impactful at all? But I think a lot to do with because the minutes he had wasn't that much. But if you leave him on the court, he spreads the court. And, I, and, and the defensive-wise, he's not really guarding AD. If you see what happened in game four, they pretty much put Iguodala on AD. They put Jimmy Butler on him. Just a mixture of bodies left and right. Mix up the schemes a little bit. So then he can actually think on the court as far as AD. Because if you put Bam on there, Bam's gonna, if he bangs with Bam all day, Bam's coming back from a shoulder injury, a neck injury. So I guess they're trying to conserve him. They kept pulling him out of the game here and there. But I hope they go to that. And we'll see what happens. And I, I've been saying, Lakers are going to win this finals. I just projected that the, the Heat can at least win at least one or two games. I said two games first. Now I'm, I'm pretty much sold on the one game. They won. And that was from a hell of a performance by Jimmy Buckets. Triple-double. 40-point piece. It only happened three times in the NBA Finals. It was done by I believe LeBron James for sure, and I believe Larry Bird and Jimmy Butler. But out of all three players, Jimmy's the only one that actually won the game. Those two other guys lost. But still, that's some elite numbers. So game five, if Jimmy doesn't come out the gates like that, it's going to be a tough one because when they, anytime it comes down in the crunches, you have to clear, you have to play damn near perfect. Like Jimmy always said in the press conference, in order for them to have a chance, they got to play damn near perfect. And I think today, game four, it was pretty good for about four, three and a half, three and a half quarters. But at the, down the stretch, just mental issues that happen. They lost sight of some certain players. KCP, like I said, giving Rondo a layup. And AD with a three. That's tough. But we'll see what happens on Friday. We'll be back on Friday with episode five. We're going to break down game five. As of tonight, it's a great game. I appreciate all for y'all tuning in. If y'all listening on Spotify, if y'all listening on SoundCloud, or you're watching this on YouTube or IGTV, I appreciate the support and the love. And I'll be back. Either we're going to be celebrating what LeBron James did with his fourth ring, or this is going to go to game six. Either way, I'll be here to break down game five. Until then, I appreciate the love. Y'all stay safe. One love. Peace.